0: I, I'm failing you know what I mean because I'm like you know I know you're working I, I'm, I'm trying to provide I'm trying to do what I need to do and I'm like what do I do now like I didn't even like make gas money to like get back home
1: it cost you more it to cost go you more,
0: right and, and that's the kind of stuff that I'm talking about yes. when we say fear of failure right because yeah. it can be extremely extremely heavy
1: but I, I gotta share this um, the most beautiful thing that I've ever seen is you being I know this is going to sound strange but let me go with it you being afraid but doing it for me anyways mm, okay um, it's so it was so touching to see you literally put yourself in a place in so many times in life where I knew you were afraid mm-hmm. Um, y'all I'm about to cry <laughs> Um, but you did it for us.
0: Edge life, you're too close to the ledge. We gon' push you forward, a few steps ahead. It's the edge life. Oh, oh, gotta get it in your head. Baby, welcome to the edge life. You're too close to the ledge. We gon' push you forward, a few steps ahead. It's the edge life. Oh, oh, gotta get it in your head. Welcome to the edge life. What is going on, good people? You have made it to another day, another episode of what we call The Edge Edge Live. And we are super, super excited to be here with you all. Listen, this is our 50th episode. That's right. And when I say excited... Man, we we are super super excited to be here with you, baby. Fit, can you believe we are on episode number fifty? Like, like that's
1: crazy. In two weeks—that's one year of podcasts. Yes. that we have done so. We made a commitment a year ago, yep. and I think there was only a couple a couple of uh, times that we actually missed because uh, we had COVID. Right, right. <laughs> so this is true. Uh, we did miss then. So. 52. I know. Amazing.
0: I I, I can't believe it. Like, literally, when we said we're going to set off and we're going to do this podcast, um, I didn't know how serious we could take it. But this has wound up being one of the things that I look forward to every single week uh, for several reasons. Number one is because, you know, I get to spend some time with with you. And and that's a beautiful thing, right? So (laughs) just being able to to actually sit, talk, conversate, and really just chat about, you know, things that, that we, Chat about all the time, you know, but yeah. but really be be able to share that with the world.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Just to share and, uh, and get other people to engage. I see uh, Chris Gloss has joined us tonight. Welcome, Chris.
0: What up, champion? What hey up, champion? Yo. That's my guy. Like like that. That's my brother from another mother. Like I've realized, <laughs> like after hanging out with Chris, just just for a look, that is my brother. From another mother, so that that's my guy. We even look a little bit of like ballhead people unite, ballhead people oh my unite. Goodness.
1: Just because you're bald doesn't mean you
0: look like. <laughs> this is true. This is true. This is true. So listen, before we jump into tonight's session, which we're talking about something that I think is going to be pretty awesome, because uh, you all know we live on the edge, right? And a little edgy. It, we are edgy, a like edgy. like very. No pun intended. But today we're talking about five traps holding you back right five traps that are holding you back from getting to that place like doing the things that you know that you need to do so we're gonna jump into this thing today and talk about five specific things that's right traps like traps like yeah you're getting stuck so f- five things that are holding you <laughs> not back so, the yeah, yeah, not the trap not, not the trap traps but, but traps. So, yeah, traps so 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 let me ask this um, before we jump into that, because I'm really excited about it. Um, let's talk about
1: our week. Like, like how was how was the week?
0: Because we got to share with the people what's really going on, and and let's go there.
1: Yeah, I think the the week was pretty good. It was pretty much a a normal week. Uh, yeah, for the edges, we had our eighth grade basketball game, so mm-hmm. that was the last last eighth grade basketball game. So, um, yeah that that was about the
0: the extent of the week.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't really a very eventful week, I don't think.
0: You know, it, it it's it's never quote unquote eventful, but there's always stuff going on.
1: Yeah, it, it's definitely eventful. I mean, nonetheless, <laughs> I don't think it's just stuff going on. We usually have eventfuls. Um, yeah. We uh got to have our granddaughter for yeah. a couple of times this week, that so was that good. was pretty good. Yeah. That yeah. was pretty awesome.
0: Tell 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 them about her birthday.
1: Oh, well, every day is her birthday. (laughs) She loves to celebrate her birthday, y'all. She loves to sing happy birthday, and she wants to blow out candles. So I got these little, like, tea light candles that you click the button underneath them. Mm -hmm. And so they they come on with a little light, but you can't blow those out. So you need to come up with a way, like, you have an LED candle that you can actually, like, Motion senses that she can blow it out. Does anybody know? Is there one of those out there? We, need, we, need, we
0: need to create that. We need to create that. Because literally,
1: so she's learning to bake. We yes. baked with her a couple of times. So we had to we had to have a cake, and I had to put a real candle and actually light it, and she had to blow it out several times. Mm-hmm. So this week, uh, we have promised Miss Carson that we are actually going to bake a real cake yeah. and just have a birthday party just because we kept the birthday party decorations. We hung them up. Um, on Friday. That's crazy. Um, she put on her mini dress and mini ears and yeah but we're gonna do it all over again on Monday with a hey, real cake. The not birthday just a, cookie girl. With a The birthday girl. Yes so that that's always always cool so it was a great it was a good week.
0: That's what I'm talking about. It was about. a good week. That's what I'm talking about. How about, about? you? How about it, your it, week? it was it's a, it was a good week uh, obviously. Um, we're talking to you in some new road yeah. mic pro thingy-me thingies. So, I didn't know yeah. about
1: these until today.
0: The, the little pod mic action, we, we are in them. And, you know, um, hey, we, we got a good boss. And I was going to say,
1: my boss is really good. Yeah. I got these awesome, like, in-ears with yeah. these little squishy, little squishies that squish in your, <laughs> squishy, squishy.
0: We got a good boss, I'm telling you, and I'm telling just you.
1: It stays in my ear because I have a little, like, ear holes. Tiny ears, yeah. Are those called ear holes? What are, these? what are those
0: i don't know somebody watching this like let us know
1: word for the hole in your ear is it i'm sure
0: it's it's not the eardrum the no ear, that's I don't, it, I don't know i don't know Ear hole. Well, so what is your hole of your hole, ear called?
1: my ear hole is small so these are great because they don't they hold it in there
0: yeah yep yep yeah. so <laughs> uh, aside from the pod mics um man we just got a lot of just stuff grinding with edge and associates um my gosh we got we got a couple ebooks out there we've yeah. been moving around we got we got a lot of big things coming we got our, our lit- leadership uh uh um 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 courses that we have that are getting ready to drop I mean we just we got a lot of stuff yeah. jumping so I'm really really excited about those so, things y- y'all, be on, y'all be on the lookout for those where, things where
1: can they find these things all these great things that are happening
0: well you know I, I'll, I'll put a link to it in the description yeah. here in the comment section so you can you can check them out but uh, next week we are doing something brand new that we call the leadership level up and this level is where up. faith level family up. and level business up. collide uh, we're gonna uh, do this on club clubhouse and have a fresh little clubhouse session monday mornings monday mornings 8 30 a.m so y'all be on the lookout for that the leadership level up monday mornings on clubhouse where faith family and business collide so that will be off the chain so y'all y'all get ready for that i'm I'm excited i'm excited i'm excited
1: yes yes so so with that being said
0: should we go ahead and jump into the session today because yeah yeah let's give the people what they want like you said listen Five traps holding you back. And we're just going to jump into this thing and uh, share with you um, what we got for you. The the first trap that is holding you back is the fear of failure. Let me say it again. The fear of Mm -hmm. failure. Now, now here's the thing. Failure is something that that we we talk about a lot, man. I mean, I mean, and, and the fear of failure rather is the thing that we talk about a lot because what what we know, what we said, is that fear, all it really stands for, is false evidence yeah. appearing real, right? Mm-hmm. So, false evidence appearing real—that's all it is. That's all fear is. But but really, people are, are having this this uh, um, um, issue where they don't even want to start things. Because they're afraid they're going to fail. Mm-hmm. They're afraid, you know, they're not going to succeed. They're afraid. So so instead of even giving it a chance or giving it a try, they just stop. Mm-hmm. They say, I'm going to stick with the status quo. I'm going to stick with the things that are normal. I'm not even going to attempt this thing. And that is one thing that I truly believe are holding people back.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I really believe that there are really only two failures in life. And the first one is not trying. Yeah. Yep. And the second one is not learning when after a fall. Yeah, that's so, good. So, you know, or not taking something away from it. But, you know, there's a quote that said um, that a ship is safe in the harbor, mm. but that's not what it was created for. That's not for. what it's created to do. So,
0: Can you we were, say that one more again? Because somebody needs to hear that right now.
1: <laughs> a ship yeah. is safe in the harbor, yeah. but that's not what it was created to do. Come it's on. just sit there. So Come it was on. created... To set sail, and so we we need to not be afraid. We need to get out of the harbor, get mm-hmm. out of the safe place, and experience some things in life, and realize that the only failing is one not trying and two not learning um, from any time you do fall.
0: Yeah. So, so let me ask you this: as we talk about the fear of failure, have you have you ever had a moment to where you were you were literally Maybe afraid to fail, you know, and and literally whether it's on the job and, and work, you know, in school, growing up. Have you ever had a moment where you were just afraid like that? Yeah,
1: I think the the time that I have felt most afraid of failing is in raising children. Mm. Um, you know, because that's somebody else's life. Like yeah. You you don't get a redo.
0: <laughs> True.
1: Um, and they don't come with a manual. There's a lot of things that um. You you can, in different areas of leadership, et cetera, mm-hmm. You know you can learn skills, you can learn all these sorts of things. But you know children are unique, um, each one of them specifically different, um, crafted, shaped it with shaped with their own specific purpose. And I, I think the times times that I've felt most afraid of failing were really as a parent. Yeah, you know, wondering if I've done enough. Um and that sort of thing in their lives, and I know, uh, um, you know, when you were climbing the the ladder in corporate America and spending mm-hmm. a lot of time away from home, yeah, you know, being gone uh, about forty two weeks out of a fifty two week year, y'all, that's that's, um, that's that's a lot of time. While yeah. I was, you know, um, home working full time, mm-hmm. juggling mm-hmm. ministry, yep, um, uh, pregnant most of the time, uh, and raising the other ones that was born. <laughs> I I felt afraid a lot of times, you know, whether mm-hmm. or not I was doing it right, and then you know, thinking, did I do enough?
0: Yeah, you yeah. know,
1: was what I did was it enough?
0: You know, you know, and and I, I can agree with you, you know, especially with the children, you know, um, I, I think you you hit the nail on the head, you know, did I do enough? Um, from from a, from a rearing standpoint, did I give them enough? Did I spend enough time? Yeah. You know, because at the end of the day, that that's an area that. I know personally, and you just said it, we don't want to fail at at being a parent. You know what I mean? You know, you don't want to be a public success and a private failure, especially as relates to to your children. You know, I want to make sure that our children, you know, they're they're better than us. Right, yeah. you know, they're they're better than us. You know, we're we're listening to the blessing today at church. You know, and it talks about you know your 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 children being blessed and their children and their children, and that touches me every single time yeah. because I stop and I think about the magnitude of of what happens when you bring a child into the world, like literally for generations, your 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 seed, your your lineage is going to continue on, and that's yeah. that's huge, and that's an area that that you you just can't fail in
1: well i i saw a post and it really struck me this week it said you are responsible for two generations wow you have the responsibility for two generations yeah um and that is if it can make you afraid Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. it can it can kind of make you afraid it can seem a little bit overwhelming at times but i would i would also say this um though though i'm most afraid of failing as mm-hmm. a parent, mm-hmm. that is the place that I also find uh, the most satisfaction yeah. out of life. And I get the most um, from parenting, you know, not having that experience. And I think that speaks to other areas mm-hmm. of our life where we're afraid to fail. Right. You know, taking that as an example, I get the most satisfaction out of the place that I'm a most, most afraid to fail. Mm, yeah. And I think that that speaks um, to your purpose in life Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know you're gonna feel most fulfilled purposeful um you're going to be in your sweet spot you're going to be in the zone whatever you want to call it um most in the place that you probably feel like you're you're afraid to fail most yeah yeah
0: yeah That, that that's actually really good you know um I was talking to somebody last week and I said you know many times you're your greatest strength could be also your, your biggest weakness or your biggest opportunity. And that's kind of what I hear you saying, you know, Mm -hmm. um, in that area that, that you're looking at, you're like, that's where I'm fulfilled the most. That's also the area that you're challenged the most in. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That that's, that's something, that's something else, you know, to really stop and, and, and think about it. I know, I know, um, you know, just other areas of, of feeling, uh, that fear overwhelm me. I know in athletics, um, I felt like that many times, Yeah, you know, um, literally. And and for those of you who don't know, you know, I played, you know, high school and college football and there are many times where you're out there on the field and you feel like the weight of the world is on your shoulders. You know what I mean? And, and, and you didn't, you didn't, you didn't want to let people down, you know, especially when you got all these people screaming about you, you don't want to be in the newspaper for for anything wrong. You know what I mean? Um, You know, and and I will say this, I think the other area that, that I've had, Fear really a failing is um, just in being able to take care of of the family. You know, we talked about rearing children, yeah, and I provision. think that that's that's big. But just being able to to take care of of the family and the things that that need to happen and 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 you know move within the family. You know, um, that's one of the things that I I continue to say. I'm like, you know what? Not on my watch. I, I'm not gonna let the family fall because of whatever you know but there are times where you it, it's it's heavy yeah you know what i mean like the weight that you carry as a parent as an adult um and specifically as a as a man and as a husband Yeah, that's what i was gonna say it's heavy it's
1: very much a like that's very reflexive of a gender role yeah yeah um and the pressures that are put on men um to kind of hold it all together um and i just you know want to say to men like it's it's okay um, to feel sometimes um, like you're not able to hold it all together and to, to reach out. I know many times men don't reach out right. because of that fear of failing yeah. or, you know, even sometimes of that pride, like I'm, I'm trying to hold it all together. But if it's starting to fall apart and unravel, like, mm-hmm. like reach out. Don't just stay trapped there in the fear and continue to fail. You know, like I said, the only the only two failures. And, you know, if you're in the midst of that fall, and you're not getting up and learning from it. Yeah. Like do something different. So many times we repeat the same patterns and we either even repeat cycles. Yeah, you know, we, we say we're never going to be like our parents and then we end up saying everything that they say. That is, right. Um, And so we're um, just repeating the cycle of fear that we've seen carried out in the lifestyle and of our parents and how we were raised there. So.
0: You, you know, it's, it's interesting. Um, even as we're talking about this, you know, you, you bring up pride, right? Yeah. And, and, you know, one of the things um, that I know just from, from a, from a man perspective and from a male's perspective, a man, a man, right. 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 Um, it, it's almost like, um, as a man, you're, you 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 have too much pride to ask for help mm-hmm. you know um i i think many times as men we are conditioned to not ask for help to to figure it out Mm -hmm. to handle it on your own and if you ask for help that in and of itself is a sign of failure and or weakness right right? so so there there is a fear there of being able to even reach out to other men and, and men or people in general just to say hey dog I need a little help here or hey, you know, I don't, I don't got this right. Or, or, Hey, can, can you help me with this? And, and, and because of that, you know, again, it seems like we, we as men sometimes beat our heads up against the wall, even though we don't have to, you know, we, we don't have to, you know, I I know even early on in our marriage, you know, I didn't want to fail. You know what I mean? I I didn't, I, I didn't want you to look at me and be like, Oh, he, he, he he's horrible. He's a failure. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I remember, and those of you, you know, watching and listening, you don't know this, but, um, you know, Carrie is a little older than me. I have to remind her of that quite often.
1: Come on, man. It's like six months. <laughs> I mean, after you get, you know, 40 plus, six months, really, right. you know, I'm 44 and a half. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but but she's older. Than me. So so not only is she older than me, she graduated before me. Yeah. Um, so when she graduated before me, she had the opportunity to get a job before me. So I, I, I remember well, I've
1: been working since I was 15 and a half.
0: Yeah. But you took a job after you graduated. Right. And, and and we're there in in Danville, Virginia. And after I graduate, you know, I'm, I'm down there and, and what have you. And I'm trying to get a job. <laughs> Mm -hmm. And and I'm looking for a job and I'm looking in the newspaper for a job. And I know, you know, we're on a ramen noodle budget here. You know what I mean? But I'm looking for a job and I'm trying to do things. And I'll never forget, you know, there were times, um, you know, when I finally found a job and and the newspaper tricked me, y'all, because the job was like (laughs) it was like marketing. And I was like, oh, I can do marketing.
1: Yeah, it was door to door. It it says marketing. Now it's on the phone. It was straight computer, door to door, right? It was straight door, it was to straight door. door.
0: And, and, and literally we were eating
1: them ninety-eight cent Tony's pizzas. Y'all know the ones? They put 'em on pizzas. that's like a big giant cracker. <laughs> yeah. With some red sauce that ain't really tomato yeah. and yeah. plastic cheese.
0: Oh, it's crazy. Right, right. So I, I remember, you know, going and, and having that job. And I was happy just to have a job, right, to be able to say, hey, I got a job and I'm in marketing, right? That felt good. But but what people didn't know was that I had to go door to door, I had to knock on doors, and there are these mm. cards that I had to sell to these people. And literally I'll never forget the cards were twenty dollars and for every twenty dollar card that I sold, I made seven dollars. I'll never I'll I will never i i will not forget those numbers, right? So I would have to knock on the doors. Those odds are not so, good. Somebody would open the door, they would buy this twenty dollar card, and I would make seven dollars and I literally, I had to drive 30 minutes to get to where I needed to work. And, so
1: And so let's just top it off with the fact that you weren't from anywhere from around there. Right. So you don't know anybody. Right. And you don't sound like anybody. I
0: didn't sound like them at all. Right? No. Right?
1: So you got a lot of odds <laughs> against you. And, and so I'm knocking on people's
0: doors out in all kinds of places. And literally, I, I remember one day, I don't think, I, I think I made like $7 that day. Woohoo! and i'm sitting there in that's my green uh,
1: about five pieces
0: <laughs> i'm sitting in the green dodge intrepid and i'm like having a moment like i i'm, I'm failing you know what i mean because i'm like you know i know you're working I, i'm I'm trying to provide i'm trying to do what i need to do and i'm like what do i do now I'm like i didn't even like make gas money to like get back home
1: it cost you more it to cost to me work. more right
0: and and that's the kind of stuff that i'm talking about yeah. when we say Fear of failure, right? Because yeah. it can be extremely, extremely yeah. heavy.
1: But I, I got to share this. Um, the most beautiful thing that I've ever seen is you being... I know this is going to sound strange, but let me go with it. You being afraid, but doing it for me anyways.
0: Mm. Okay.
1: Um, it's so... It was so touching to see you literally put yourself in a place. And so many times in life where I knew you were afraid, mm-hmm. um, y'all, I'm about to cry. <laughs> um, but you did it for us. You mm-hmm. know, you did it for me. And one great example is for my 40th birthday. <laughs> but I'm, And I'm not just talking about just doing it for me because of my birthday, but I'm literally talking about him taking on things. Me knowing that he's afraid. Mm. Me watching him, you know, courage or bravery is not the absence of fear. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's just the choice to 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 look at to be faith, faithful, mm-hmm. um, and to walk by faith and not by sight. It's not the absence of fear, y'all. Wow. Um, but to see him walk through that so many times in life. Um, And like Larry said on here, to literally do it afraid. But, you know, one example, and it's a funny example, is for my 40th birthday. He knows (laughs) that I like risks. I'm a risk taker. I'm a daredevil. Mm -hmm. I'm a, you know, I'll do anything at least once. I did the slingshot in, what was that, Florida? Orlando, yeah. Or in Orlando, Florida. Um, you know, I went into law enforcement, you know, just because, uh, <laughs> God said so, but that's a different story, but he took me on the Ferris wheel in Atlanta and it's the biggest one that I know of. Right. Yes. I don't, it's, yeah. it was pretty big to me. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't know prior to this, that he was afraid of heights. Yeah. I had never really seen that kind of fear on my husband. Never. You know, I, I see the fear in the, of the. This is my first child and a a brand new father's face, that sort of thing. But y'all, this was fear. This was my fingernails are digging into the seat (laughs) fear. Like for real, for real. Like, you know, he's the one usually taking pictures and video and he can't let go. He's trying to play it off, but um
0: I was gripped by fear. Yes. I was gripped and by he, like fear. You know,
1: then we came around from the top and he swung out because he was on the inside before, but on the other side, he was on the outside mm. and he swung out over the city.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, <sighs> you know, to just literally see him afraid. I'd never <laughs> seen him afraid before. Yeah. But to know that he did it for me. Um, and I just, you know, tell you in this moment, like you've done that many a times. Mm. Um, I I've seen you do it afraid Mm. and I thank you for that. And I just want to encourage you all, you know, the thing that God is calling you to do, you're going to have to do it afraid. If you're not doing it afraid, it's not worth it. You're not living on the edge. You're not close enough to the edge. Like Philip always says, you're taking up too much space. Get out there on the edge. One of my favorite songs is oceans. Lead me where my feet may fail. That's good. Take me out upon the waters, Lord, where my feet may fail. I want to have that Peter experience. I want to say, if, if that's you, Lord, bid me to come. Bid me to come. Yeah. And so you got to get into the place in your life where you just do it afraid and say, Jesus, if it's you, bid me to come. And when he says, it is I, step out. So um, thanks for doing things afraid.
0: See, she's trying to make me get emotional I'm tonight. I'm trying not to be emotional, she's trying to get I'm trying me to emotional. give honor
1: where honors do, y'all. I'm trying to encourage you all. Just just do it. Do it afraid.
0: I'm trying to push this lump back in my Don't throat. Don't be
1: stuck in the trap <laughs> of fear, right? Don't get stuck in that trap That's of fear. Right. Just step out on the water and do it afraid. That's right. Number two.
0: Usa, okay. Number two.
1: Um, number two is procrastination. So yes. I, I was having a conversation with our youngest, mm-hmm. and I said, hey, Zoe, tonight on the podcast, um, she's the one that still talks to me. I'm still semi-cool <laughs> to her, I guess. You know, A couple of the other ones are getting old enough now that I'm coming back around. I'm coming back in style. So, you know, Trey and, and Saray, I'm coming back in style with them. Um, but procrastination, you know, mm-hmm. I said, which one of these five? Is the top trap? It's the thing that keeps you from getting where you need to go or doing what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And she said, "Well, mom, you know, of course, the first one's procrastination." And I said, "Why is that?" And she said, "Because I'm able to pull it out at the last minute." Mm. You know, wow. sometimes wow. our skill set, yeah, um, our overcoming power, yes, um, we use it as a crutch. This is to, very true. To uh, keep us in that mode of procrastination. Yeah. But the thing about procrastination is that you never know what you're fully capable of. Because, I mean, if you can pull it out in the last minute and still get an A, what could you do if you spent the time? True. You know, true. what What? What would you be if you stopped the procrastinating? Mm-hmm. Um, And you just stop like simple things. And we've talked about this before with procrastination, just not necessarily what I'm going to do for today, but what I'm not going to do. Yeah. What are the traps? What are the things that keep you from really spending quality time on the things that really matter? Yeah. Not doing those sorts of things. But yeah, that was, that was Zoe. She said procrastination was the number one thing, the number one trap on that page. Wow. Um. But she also said her number five was excuses. Mm. So she doesn't make excuses. She knowingly procrastinates. How many of you all just like knowingly? Yeah. are waiting to the very. You last know, it, it's
0: it's funny that you know Zoe would would say that. Um, she she definitely has my blood because I, I know, <laughs> you know, I, I know that's one of the things that that I have as a superpower, and I, and it's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, but it, because I can I can pull things out. However, however, it, it's 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 a double edged sword, I, I guess I can say, because, <clears throat> again, all of my life I've had that superpower I mean, with school, with with just stuff, period. I, I'm always able to to pull things out at the last minute. And again, that that's a blessing and, and a curse, because um, I know many times when I pull things out, nobody knows that I procrastinated. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it just perpetuates that that same. That same way of doing things, because in your mind, like ah, you know, I'll, I'll pull, I'll pull it out, I'll pull it out. So so when, when I think about procrastination being a trap, it, it's one of those mental
1: traps it is. that it's I know personally,
0: I literally I, I have to like break and bind that thing up. You know, one of the ways that I personally started breaking that up is being able to schedule things out. Right. Mm-hmm. So, it, you know, if I have something that's due on Friday, I've said this many times, break it up into small pieces. But it I can't
1: starts at Thursday night.
0: <laughs> well, I can't, can't sleep. I can't tell myself that anymore. I literally have to plan it. I literally have to like tangibly write it down and, and block out a specific amount of time to do whatever that is, mm-hmm. you know, great intentions never got anybody anywhere. No. And, and, and I, I know personally there there are many times where I'm like, oh, well, you know, I'll do it tomorrow. But tomorrow never comes. Yeah. So for me, because um, I, I'm, I'm a techie guy, I, I don't even know why, but I, I'm a techie guy. And one thing about being a techie guy, I can schedule things and, and make it give me alarms and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, when I have those prompts, those small little things that say it's a it's a little visible reminder to say hey you need to do this I'm more likely to do those things. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I, I'm I'm really the same way. I actually I actually do procrastinate on a lot of things, but what I find myself procrastinating on are the things that I don't like to do. And mm-hmm. so, one of the ways I trick myself is by doing the things that I don't like to do when I'm at my best. Mm, yeah, that's um, good. I'm a morning person and I'm fresh you know i'm so fresh and so clean, clean. fresh yeah. and
0: so clean clean um
1: but when i'm fresh that's when i tackle the things that i don't enjoy doing that's good. you know do those things first get those things out of the way cuz otherwise the things that i do enjoy doing i love you know i work for a nonprofit mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. and i love doing the marketing stuff i love doing the graphic art design i could get on the website and change it up like every single day mm-hmm. Um, so I know I need to leave those things for the end. Okay. Um, because I will just get lost in that, you know, or I need to just set aside a, a, a a specific part of a day of of the week for those sorts of things where I can just get immersed in that because otherwise I will just get overwhelmed in a good sort of way by it. And the next thing I know, you know, those things that you do. That you enjoy them so much you can look up and, like, four hours has passed. Yeah. But yeah. I also know that I have a bit of a perfectionist mm-hmm. issue. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I want those things to be just so-so. And so sometimes I'll just spend an exorbitant amount of time that's just really not you know, a proper use of my time. So my, mm-hmm. my trick for procrastination is to do the things that I don't like when I'm at my best.
0: I think I think that's a gold nugget right there, yeah. just be, being able... Be, because, again, you're fresh, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. one thing that we know is when you get tired mentally, you also get fatigued. Mm-hmm. And when, you men- when you're mentally fatigued, those are the times that you quit... It, a little early, mm-hmm. you know, because you're like, eh, you know, I can do it tomorrow. Yeah. My favorite work. Yeah. Right?
1: And I always keep a schedule. I do a written one because I help it helps to reinforce it. And I do put things in, in my um, phone as well mm-hmm. um, in my calendar. But the other thing that I do is listing. Yeah. Um, I, I find satisfaction. I know you you read Crossing all these things where they're like, don't do a to do list. hmm. I just find satisfaction in, in marking it out. Yeah. And, and literally, I use colored pens to mark it out. I have mm-hmm. a little bit of a pen issue. I like pens. Mm-hmm. Not as much as my c- cohort at work. <laughs> she has like four million pens. Um, every kind of pen known to man. But um, that's that's just something that I do. And that helps to keep me from procrastinating. It also helps me to just, it it boosts my, my uh, feeling that I'm completing things. Right. And so I don't procrastinate as much. I'm like, Oh, I knock all these off this list. Cause I'm also extremely competitive. Yeah. yeah. So I try to take all of what I know about me
0: mm-hmm.
1: and, uh, use reverse psychology on my own self.
0: Mm-hmm. If that makes <laughs> sense. So that's good.
1: That's just some of my tips with procrastination. So as a trap, you know, it's kind of like you ever seen a mouse in one of those sticky traps, the more it struggles,
0: the more stuck it gets, the
1: more stuck it gets. Yeah. One day we came into work and there was a snake in the trap and the more it wiggled, it literally was like tearing its own skin mm. um, because it was it was stuck in the stickiness. It was stuck in the trap. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't don't so much wrestle with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Think out. Think that thing. Like, that's good. And that's that's my using bliss, that's setting um me reinforcing my schedule by writing it down. Yeah, that's good. Um, you know, cuz I know me. Right. And being doing what I hate the most when I am at my best. So, you know, don't don't wrestle with it, come up with the solution and then just get in there and execute it so you can avoid the sticky trap.
0: Yeah, that's good. All together. That's good. Because
1: that wasn't doing him any good.
0: Mm. Stop wiggling in the trap. Oh, that's Stop. good.
1: Stop Woo. wrestling around Woo. with it. Woo.
0: That's good. That's we good. we just
1: wrestling it. We wallow in it like yeah. some pigs in the mud. Yeah. Like, you know, and just let it defeat us. Literally. That is so we good. Let procrastination literally remove our skin. Like, mm. you know. That's good. Take us out of the skin we're in.
0: That's good. So so let, let me let me jump into the third thing. The third thing is, um, a third trap that people can fall into and, and it holds us back is not having a goal. Yeah. Right? Like, we don't have something to aim at. We don't have something to, to throw at. We don't have a something in our he- head that we're aiming for. And that, in and of itself, is is a trap. Yeah. You know, wh- I know personally one of the things uh, I can kind of be scatterbrained sometimes, right? I can be all over the place. I can, I really? can start. I can start. What are you talking about, Willis? Right? <laughs> I, I can start and stop and start and stop. So I, I can, I can, I know that about me. Yeah. So, so literally. Not having a goal, like even even every day I got to say, okay, my goal for the day is this, Mm -hmm. because going back to what you said about being competitive and being being able to say I did it, you know, there's something about being able to say I did it for me that that motivates me and, and pushes me. But I, if I don't have a goal, man, I, I, I can work hard and not do anything.
1: Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? You ever been there where you just work hard not, and don't do and, anything? You've worked so hard and you're like, what did I do? Yeah. yeah. Um, because you've just messed around with all the little tiny details and you haven't gotten anything really accomplished. Right, right. Right. Um, because you didn't really truly have a goal you didn't set out um, I know for work you know I've shared before I work with adults live with serious mental illness we start every morning with our morning meditation setting our our minds on something positive to think about Mm -hmm. um, setting that framework so that we always have a positive place to go back to no matter what happens in the day but the other thing that we do is we set a daily goal Mm -hmm. and it's something that has to be accomplished in the next 24 hours so it it, it can't be something that's going to trickle on over into the next day and it Has to match up with the three to five goals that we have for the year. That's good. Um, Three to five goals is literally all that you have the brain power to accomplish. Mm. Um, Dr. Caroline Leaf does a great job of, of talking about. Uh, that and explaining that and we won't go into that but you know setting a goal each day is is very important but it's also important to give yourself some grace for the things that do happen in life as mm-hmm. well so it's good to be goal oriented we know statistically um it is shown that if you have a goal you're about 50 percent more likely mm-hmm. to achieve than you are if you have no goal at all <laughs> you have like a seven percent chance of hitting hitting the mark if you have don't no goal even, yeah that's um, called that's
0: called i don't know what that is and
1: then if you put it out there and you have somebody that you've shared your goal with mm-hmm. um and you allow them to hold you accountable mm-hmm. that that moves your uh pu- your rate up to 97 percent. that That's you're going to actually accomplish that goal so having a goal is extremely important because if you aim at nothing you'll hit it every single time yeah, yeah and you'll have things i always say like our family is like the family we we just we're not finishers we're not closers like we get <laughs> so close hmm Um, And we've, that's one of, that's been one of the things that we've really pushed is to show our children that we finish, Yep, Yep. you know, we can't like halfway paint the bathroom and then get tired of it. And then, you know,
0: on to the next one.
1: Yeah. Right. Start the next project. Right. You haven't finished that one. So finish, have a goal and finish.
0: Well, and, and to that end, I would love to challenge those people who are watching those people who are listening to the podcast this week. Start your day off with a daily goal. It doesn't have to be super mm-hmm. crazy or anything like that, but but literally, I want I want to challenge you to write down on a sheet of paper, take take a note, put it in put it in your iPhone, what have you, but write down today. My goal is to accomplish X, Y, or Z. Let me say it again. Today. My goal is to accomplish X, Y, or Z and, and write that thing down. And at the end of the day, I want you to be able to go back to it. Right. And if you accomplish it, great. If you did not accomplish the task for the day, I want you to ask yourself, what stopped yeah, what me? What were the barriers? Right? What what were the barriers? The trap? It, there it is.
1: Yeah, what was the trap? And I just want to add to this, like, make sure that the goal that you establish feeds into your long term. Right. Um, you know, sometimes we set goals. You know, we'll say, oh, calling calling the doctor to make sure I set an appointment for my child. That's not that's a something on your schedule. That's not really <laughs> right. a goal. Right. Um, it has to be deeper than that. Mm-hmm. It needs to ultimately feed into what is that overall arching thing that you have been called to do?
0: That's good. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I I liked it. I liked it. What, what's number four?
1: Number four is uh, making excuses, excuses, literally Mm. are monuments of nothingness of our life. And from excuses come nothing. That's right. They don't produce anything, but the round and round, the Mm merry-go-round in life. Um, You know, it's just literally like looking, we're looking for a way out. We're trying to make a way of escape for our own selves um, to lessen the blow. Yeah. for what we haven't accomplished. And,
0: and, and you know, this thing about excuses is when you stop and you think about it, it, it was something that was ingrained in us very, very early in life, right? When when you didn't accomplish something, you started thinking and saying, okay, how can I pass the buck so I don't make myself how look bad, out of this? right? How do I get out of this? So So because we've been doing it for so long, the older we get, when you're still doing that that's, that's that's like a problem right so so instead of making excuses really being able to own what yeah, happened right you you, you so got it's personal that's, responsibility now right so true. so how can you own what's going on as opposed to passing the buck now here's the thing even if you did something wrong just be able to say you know what i did I it wrong up. i messed up mm-hmm. and and own it and and be able to move on to to the next thing
1: yeah, it, it's so important. I know that's one of the things that I've tried to, like, share, show to our children. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, if I make a mistake, I try to own it. Um, I'm not going to make excuses. Um, anytime that you're in a situation where you have um, been in this trap of excuses, mm-hmm. you know it because you always have a but yeah. in your statement. But in yeah. the moment you say someone else's name, mm. So those two things are big indicators that might just be an excuse going on when your butt's in the way Mm. and suddenly someone else comes into the narrative. So you got to own your part. I'm not saying, you know, in in every failing and every unaccomplished task, whatever the case may be, Mm -hmm. um, that it's that it's always all you don't don't take responsibility for something that's not yours and play the martyr because that's just as bad as the excuse right. because then being the martyr does become the excuse. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I'm trying to do everything and I can't do it all. Blah, 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 but you can do something. Right. Um, so, so look for those two things, those two things, the, butt and someone else's name in your narrative. Um, that's you probably using an excuse. That's Sometimes good. we don't even realize that we're trying to excuse ourselves from a fault. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, and and again, I, I go back to that's something that's been conditioned for a long time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, it was so and so trying to save
1: oh, our butt. Right, it's pride. Right,
0: right. That, 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 at the it's end of the day, that's what it is.
1: All these traps really boil down to is pride. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, so so let let me jump into this last one because this last one, um, it's low self esteem, and th- there are so many of us who have this, um this view of ourselves honestly that's not correct yeah you know we we look at ourselves as less than we look at ourselves as lower than and you know the question that that i always ask i'm like like who who told you that like yeah. who told you you weren't good enough who told you you weren't you know able who who told you these things because we we carry those things with us and when we carry those things with us that that literally be, becomes who we are and how we live and how we act out everything, right? So, so low self-esteem is something that, I, I, honestly, I see people with every single day. And, I, and, I, and again, I'm challenged to say, hey, listen, who told you this? and and let's flip it up because you're more than able there's something on the inside of you that that's great there's so much more on the inside of you we just got to figure out how we can pull that thing out of you we got to position you and put you in the right place we have to put you in a position to where you can really activate your superpower and and who who you are Mm -hmm. as opposed to trying to do everything else that everybody else wants you to do right who who are you and what what does that look like and let's get some some wins there Mm -hmm. you know the thing that i I realize is a lot of times, especially with people who um um you know are, are walking in that place, it's because they haven't seen any wins, you know, especially mm-hmm. late. So so how can we help people get little wins? Because what I've realized is that little wins daily, they add up to mm-hmm. big wings, wins in the long term. So yeah. so how can we do those little things that will add up to big things that will allow people to have a different view of about themselves
1: yeah i always um tell everybody that i work with you know stay focused on the tiny victories you Mm, know yeah um there's always there is always victory in every day it's just the way that you look at it yeah um but you're a champion you got up you know so you got up that day so you're you're gonna win something Mm -hmm. you know there's on one hand there's the person that you're talking about who's walking around with their head down. Yeah. You know, I call it the E or mentality, yep. you know, the thanks for noticing me right. kind of thing.
0: Right. But on the other side.
1: But on the other side, then yep. there's that overperformer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who is um overcompensating Masking. for yeah. where they they actually feel very weak mm-hmm. and inadequate. hmm um and you know low self esteem comes from comes you know i see people with no titles so to speak mm-hmm, to people mm-hmm. with great big giant titles um who still have just as low a self esteem and right. so we can't allow um those things um to define us right. titles and right. things of that nature because then when they're gone and they're stripped away you know and you're before god and every, every time you you make the comment like you made when you started this you know who told you Yeah. you know when adam came before god after he had eaten the apple after they had done exactly what they were told not to do he said who told you you were naked
0: that's right that's right
1: you know and so when those things are stripped away from us can you stand before Mm. and not feel ashamed if not that's 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 low self-esteem right Um, you know, back in 2011, I had that experience Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I had to realize whose I was above who I was. Mm. And I didn't realize because, you know, I carried myself with confidence. I felt good about, you know, the the job that I did, those sorts of things. But really when it all boiled down, when I was faced with the challenge, I realized that I didn't believe in myself as much as I thought. Wow. I believed in a title that I had and somehow that affirmed me.
0: Right. Right.
1: But it has to go beyond that. Yeah. It has to be within you mm-hmm. um, that I, you know, I, I, I tell everybody, put your hand on your heart mm. and look in the mirror and say, I love you, Carrie. Mm-hmm. You know, it may seem funny and you might laugh at first couple of times. I'm like, no, oh, this is so dumb. Mm-hmm. But, it really, you just have to it con- does something. Yes. It really does something for you. You have to constantly affirm yourself right. and believe in yourself. I tell the kids all the time, if you don't believe in you, who will? Who's going to believe in you?
0: Right. I mean, if right. I walk
1: around with this not believing who, you know, who's going to believe in me if I don't believe in my own self? Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I, I love what you're saying. Being able to affirm affirm yourself right Affirm yourself you know being being able to speak those things right about yourself speak it into existence even if you don't feel it right yeah. sometimes you got to be able to say things that you that you can't see you know for us as believers you know we walk by faith right yeah. and we think about faith faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen so so when I think about that I, I might not see it I might not feel it but I still got to say it yeah. and, and when I say it when I release the thing from my mouth something happens in the atmosphere right it, it's it's like my words come in agreement with the atmosphere and it's like god is like boom let, let me meet my son and there's instantly a shift in a change like like you can literally change your atmosphere by the things that you say so we have to again we got to make sure we're saying the right things because the opposite can be true of that also yeah,
1: and that and I think the being able to say the right things mm-hmm. can only come forth when we are authentic. That's um, good. you know the more the less we are authentic
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: and we're worried about where we're different instead of embracing our differentness yeah. and being proud of that, that's that degrades mm-hmm. our self-esteem because you know being able to just accept all that you are right. Um, really will build you up. That's good. And when you do that, then you can speak those things. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. even though you can't see all of the things that God says you are, maybe mm-hmm. right now in the moment, mm-hmm. but He's shown it to you. Yeah. Now you can see. You can speak those things that are not, as though they are, and watch those things manifest and come into place. That's
0: good.
1: Um, and so, no matter what, nobody can take what He's shown you yeah. away from you. Yeah. As long as you are just being authentically you and embracing all of your differentness, um, and just moving in that, being okay with being that peculiar people,
0: mm-hmm. mm. and, and and literally, I just I want to encourage you. You know, there's somebody watching. There's someone listening. Right now, and you felt like you you found yourself in this trap, and you you can't get over the hump, if you will. And there's this feel failure that that's that's this fear of failure that that's gripping you. And 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 when the fear of failure grips you, it puts you in a place to where you're stopping, and you don't want to move. So so now you're procrastinating, and and because you're procrastinating, mm-hmm. now you don't know which way to go. So you have zero goal. So now, as people begin talking to you, now you're making excuses about what you're not doing or what you are doing and all that does boom it weighs on you right and now there's this whole low self-esteem spirit picks up on the inside of an individual so so what I want to say to you today is listen today we want to break those traps today we want to speak to you and say literally you're bigger than 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 the trap you know it's kind of like you know and this may be a crazy analogy but um you know you you are have you ever like stepped on an (laughs) anthill like oh oh. And, and the ants go everywhere which is crazy but you're so much bigger than the little bitty old ants. You know what I mean? Mm. Like you can step on them and you can crush them even though you see them. Like now I remember I, I let a couple ants get on me and they Ouch. tore my butt up. You know what I mean? But, but when I realized the power and authority that I walked in, I realized that I could step on the little ant hill and I could destroy the whole thing. Well,
1: let's go back to the snake example in mm-hmm. the sticky pad mm-hmm. at work. Now, he lost his life. Yeah. But – I put my hand on it and it's just a nuisance for a moment for mm-hmm. me until I pull it away. Mm-hmm. Um, so the same thing that someone else can get trapped in and lose their life. I have the ability to just pull it off. So you got to know who and whose you are. And that's you're good. so right. These five things um, can be a tangled web yes. of just holding that's holding you back. A yep. tangled web, a wall that literally we create to keep us From accessing our purpose. Mm. And really the only thing in our way is us. Is us. Our biggest enemy. The person in the ring with us. Mm -hmm. Fighting against us when we open our eyes and look literally is our own selves.
0: So listen. If you're watching today. If you're listening today. You are well able. There is so much more on the inside of you. I want to challenge you. We want to challenge you today. Stop playing it safe. It's time to go to the edge. Why? Because you're well able and you're worth it and you can walk in your purpose. So listen, that's all we have for you today. That's it. That's it. Five traps to holding you back. Break those things and make certain that you come back here next week, Sunday, eight o'clock, episode right. number 51. We're talking about four fears Holding you back from the edge. Four specific fears We're
1: gonna take holding you
0: back from the edge as we take this thing just a little bit deeper. So, last hey,
1: thoughts? Hey, if you know somebody that needs us, I think we all know people who are in a trap. And please share this with them. Yeah. Yeah, we would just love for you to share it with them.
0: That's all we got for y'all. That's it. It's another good day here on the Edge Life.
1: Edge Life. We
0: out, y'all. Peace. Peace.
1: Edge life, you're too close to the ledge. We gon' push you forward a few steps ahead, it's
0: that edge life. Oh, oh. gotta get it in your head, baby. Welcome to the edge life. You're too close to the ledge. We gon' push you forward a few steps ahead, it's the edge life. Oh, Oh, gotta get it in your head. Welcome to the edge life.